Hey, I'm not gonna be a real patient guy now. Huddle up, huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Just get north and south. You're not Billy White Shoes Johnson. How stupid are we? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your skull? Well, call it on Tom Brady, will you? Call it on those guys. I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho! Santa Claus is here, huddle up! You gotta build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. Welcome back, Raider Nation, to another episode of the Behind the Eye Patch podcast, brought to you by your humble self, Micah, and my partner in crime, Tyler. Tyler, free agency's finally underway. There are Woo-hoo. some sports to talk about. First off, how you doing, man? And how are you living in the times of the 2020 free agency? I'm living well, and I'm enjoying a little bit what little bit of sports we have. As we know, March Madness was so violently ripped from our grasps. Violently? Yes. And uh, we would be in the throes of March Madness right now if it were not for the virus which shall not be named. But alas, we are living and uh, no sickness here in my house thus far. That is good. We're going to hope that it stays that way. So yeah, just enjoying the little bit of free agency that we've had. And hopefully, uh, I think all of the big signings have been taking care of it this time but we're uh still maybe waiting on a few other ones but yeah good signing so far i would say though absolutely and right before we get into that as always raider nation you can always find us on facebook behind the eye patch search for the group page i love to put up polls there usually weekly especially during the season get kind of what Raider Nation is thinking on different topics. Or you want to follow us on Twitter at behind at behind iPatch. No the in there, just at behind iPatch. Search for us. Hit us up there. We do giveaways. We give away shirts, all that kind of fun stuff. We are officially Team Black Pearl. Um, yes we are leading the charge there. Uh probably to no avail, but we're enjoying it anyway. Um or if you want to get on the show, give us a call. 208 557 Tyler, do we have any phone calls to get to today, or are we... Uh, no, we're we... phone callers. We're phone callers. You know, last time we recorded it was pre-free agency. So now, with everything rocking and rolling, we'd love to get your thoughts on what you think the free agency looks like, how our signings went, who did we hit on, who did we miss on. We're going to give you our thoughts on that here in just a second. And as always, our podcast is family-friendly and political-free. We figure, if you're listening to an Oakland Raider podcast... You Vegas probably Raider. want to hear some... Oh my gosh! I did it again! If you're listening to a Raider podcast about the Vegas Raiders, you're probably wanting to talk and listen to takes on, oh, I don't know, maybe the Vegas Raiders and football in general. So we always like to keep it family-friendly for everybody. We're like we are the Raider Nation. In. Oh my gosh, that is not family-friendly. <laughs> no, it is not. But apparently you don't need no invitation, Tyler. That is true. Uh, we rock that black and silver. We make them shake and shake shiver. and shiver. Who's, shiver? Shivering? Who's shivering in Las Vegas? There's no know, shivering in Las Vegas. I, Are you kidding me? I'm trying to decide. Do, 
do shiver and silver rhyme? Shiver. Not silver. really. Yeah, see, that's kind of where you lost me there. Besides that, and dancing around in a miniskirt and reading from your phone. Um, yeah, no, you lost me, Pete. Um, yeah, so I think it's, I think, uh, can we rule it? I don't, I'm just, it's just a, it's just a turn of phrase. Oh, okay. All right. But, but I mean, when I think about it, shiver and silver don't rhyme. I think that's, if you're trying to make a wrap up, I think you need to get a little closer than that. I think, I, I, can we agree? I would agree. On that? Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's like rhyming, uh, what, uh, what was it? Katy Perry rhymed like the two same words in the same row, like fire or something like that. She tried to rhyme fire with fire in a verse. And it was like, stop it. Like, really? Couldn't come up with anything better than that. We just rhyme. Is that how we're doing it? We're just sloppy nowadays. So anyway, I I call, you know, I call it how I see it, Tyler, and I don't apologize. So. Nope, me neither, because <laughs> it was terrible. And it still is, and it always will be. Are you sure? Sure it's not growing on you over there. The new Raider Anthem, huh? No, I think they're on like version 5.0 last time I checked it out, but... Uh, still st- still in the lab tweaking it a little bit. Huh? Golly. Tweaking, <laughs> you know what, it is, tweaking it is exactly right, like with a crack pipe <laughs> in hand and maybe a couple meth needles, but Judas Priest. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what we're talking about... You know what you just need to do is go on Twitter. Don't and, don't and let your kids watch this. By the way, this is not family friendly. It was shoved upon my eyes inadvertently, and it's like a train wreck. You can't stop watching it. So just make sure that the kids are not in the room. The words are not bad, but there's uh, it's definitely assault on the senses. It, it is assault with a with a not deadly weapon. And with an intent, with intent to, to, harm. to harm, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, I'm sure most of you do. Go to Twitter and search the New Raider Anthem uh, music video. <laughs> I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. If you, you know, need a you... laugh during this time when you're shut in your house, you <laughs> will not be disappointed. But if if you are, uh, if you're not really wanting to see like people on meth and stuff like it maybe it's a good lesson for your kids while you're all at home kids don't do drugs this is a good lesson for those kids this is what happens kids when you do drugs this is what happens you don't want to be on drugs just leave the drugs alone it's so bad it's so bad I will. I feel like anybody who thumbs up or whatever you do on Twitter, hearts it or whatever, like you need to find those people and make sure that you block them from your feet because you don't need that kind of. Uh, you don't need that kind of negativity life. in your life for sure. <laughs> anyway, Raider Nation, check it out. The new Raider anthem. It's sure to. Uh, um, I don't know what it's sure to do. I apologize in advance. <laughs> anyway. The new Raider Anthem's out. They're on five versions. Anyway, let's get to our version of this show, which is talking about the free agency. Which is Um, brought to you by Diet Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. That is the the flavor of today, and it's delicious. If you haven't tried this, go do your taste buds a favor and just just imbibe in the uh, flavor that is Diet Dr. Pepper or regular Dr. Pepper. you I choose unleaded. 
uh, to put in my gas tank, but because uh, if not, That's I'd be fair. about five thousand pounds. And then uh, the classic taste of cream soda, just a hint, very ah. subtle, but it's very nice flavor. That's what uh, is keeping me going on this on this fine eve. I like it. I like that a lot. So take Tyler's advice. Hey, look, we haven't steered you wrong yet, right? We're two seasons into our podcast, working on our third, and we haven't steered you wrong yet. In fact, we'll get to some of the predictions that have been coming true recently, um, because when you know everybody starts making predictions and throwing you know tweets out there and posts on Facebook, and then you know everybody keeps throwing you know mud at the target, and eventually something will hit the bullseye. And then apparently you become an insider. For those of you who did not realize, that's how that works. We're just giving you an inside look at how it looks like to become an insider. So there you have it. You're what good to know. Good to note for those of you who are listening, um, that you are listening to two insiders um, on this podcast. Tyler and I are both certified, certificated insiders um, of the Oakland Raiders. Uh, Tyler talks with John frequently. Um, Mike and I have had a couple of uh, phone conversations via FaceTime. How's he doing, by the way? You know, he's doing pretty good. I asked him the other day. He said he's pretty... um, Pretty satisfied with how the free agent signings were going. Obviously, I can't get into too much uh, about what we talked about, but um, uh, I can tell you this is that he's pretty pleased with the names that they've been able to get, and they're not done yet, Tyler. They're not done yet. They're going to keep – there's still a pretty deep uh, pool of free agents out there that he feels like he can draw from to continue to add to the roster. So uh, uh, it was a really enlightening conversation with Mike, and I hope to share a little bit more of that as we get deeper into this uh, into this podcast. So <laughs> that being said, Tyler, give me what, you know, we always do like, you know, good, bad, and the ugly during the regular season. Give me in your opinion, the worst free agent signing that the, that the Vegas Raiders, I almost said Oakland caught myself that the Vegas Raiders have done up to this point. I, there are definitely like two or three in here that kind of are a little bit head scratching to me, but give me like, your F-graded free agent signing, in your opinion? The free agents? Of the of the Vegas Raiders. Of the which, Vegas. What's the, yeah, what's, which is the worst pick so far, would you say? Um, hmm. In your opinion? I it's would tough. have to say people don't like Jason Witten. They didn't like. Maybe should we just run through them real quick? Should I run through sure. who we've signed? So we, we signed go. inside linebacker Corey Littleton from the Rams for three years, thirty-five point two five million dollar contract. Now remember, all these numbers are funny money. There's right. different. You know, it could be front loaded. It could be the end of the contract is loaded. Whichever. We also signed outside linebacker slash defensive end Carl Nassib from Tampa Bay. He's a former third-round draft pick out of Penn State University, was drafted in the third round by the Browns. That one was a little interesting. It's a three-year deal for $25 million. And in the past two seasons, he's put up 6.5 sacks and 6.0 sacks, respectively. Um, so that one is that one. Uh, then you've got, uh, Nick Kwiatkowski, um, who is 
from Chicago. He is a inside linebacker, three years, $21 million, so about $7 million a year, which isn't bad for a starting right. inside linebacker. You've got Jeff Heath, a strong safety from Dallas, two years, $6 million. Uh, Jason Witten, Micah, the tight end from wow. Dallas, the longtime Dallas tight end slash... Who did he uh, announce for? NBC? I think he was on NBC, then came I, back. I think so. And uh, so he's one year, 4.75, but a lot of that is not guaranteed, and a lot of it is incentives. Um, and then Eli Apple, the cornerback who was last from New Orleans, who had been traded there by the Giants. And then Malik Collins. A defensive tackle from Dallas, and uh, Marcus Mariota, the former Titans first-round draft pick who was benched this year in favor of Ryan Tannehill, and we all know the story from there. So that is a quick rundown of the free agents we have signed. I, I think the one that I have the most issue with is Jeff Heath the strong safety from Dallas. And the reason I say that is because he is not very athletic. And we already, like, Jonathan Abram, or Abrams, as he's known around... Yeah, you have to pronounce the S. Yes, around these parts. He is uh, he's a plural player. He, he's, <laughs> he's so good that he's got to have a plurality to his name, Abrams, because it's like there's two of him out there. Um You've got him at safety, and you've got Eric Harris, who isn't super athletic, but he's tall. We lost Carl Joseph to the Browns on a one-year $2.5 million uh, contract. He is coming off an injury, but I thought that was a really good deal uh, for the Browns. You know how much of it is guaranteed? I don't. According to this, only 500000 a half a million of it is guaranteed. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch, indeed. If GTD means guaranteed, yeah. then only half a million of it is guaranteed. Yikes. That's, I to me, like, so Joseph, yeah, I, I it's kind of like Whitehead. I'm sorry to see him go, but I'm not going to miss his height, right? So, but he gave it his all for the Raiders, and I appreciate that. But, I mean, I think he balled out enough to, like, I feel like actually the Browns got some decent value there. For only half a million bucks guaranteed. So, <laughs> yeah, anyway. I think you got a lot. I think they got a lot of value. Um, and then I, I just, he's, if you remember back to the game when the, the, uh, I think it was the, the index card game. Do you remember that game against the Cowboys? Maybe. Might have remembered that a little bit. Might have remembered that one. Uh, Jeff Heath is the one that pushed Carr out of bounds and made Carr fumble out of the end zone. Oh, jeez. So that's uh, that's him. Gotta bring that up, huh? Uh, I had to. It's for it's for the betterment of our fan base, Micah. Uh, okay. So, anyways, but he's he gets burned in coverage often, and I'm just like, oh, that's who we're gonna bring in, and that's. I mean, we're going to have Harris, we're going to have Abram, Abrams, and we're going to have uh, Jeff Heath. And so far, no Dallin Levitt re-signing. 
And I, I, I honestly don't think there's any other safeties on our roster unless they move uh, Joiner to safety. Please do that. That would I be know. peachy. Yeah. But the fact that we haven't gone after another corner makes me think that maybe he's staying uh, at the cornerback position. But there is still time, and there are still players out there. Uh, for me, oh, jeez, dude. So, like, Jason Witten, people complained about that, and I understand that. But he's going to be um, – Tyler, I'm going to let you explain this, too, in a minute. Um, he's, I think he's going to be good depth, and he's going to be a solid leadership presence there for the Vegas Raiders. I think that's – in that sense, um, I think that's a – you know, it makes sense, right? For his – according to this – Oh, it doesn't show the guaranteed money here on this, according to it. But um, to me, dude, a guy who's kind of been a bust, and the only way I could see maybe he might contribute on special teams, Eli Apple, was not really impressed with that signing. I was like, this is a guy, he was like a top five overall pick. He's out of uh, Ohio State, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think he was like a top five overall pick here, like, what was it, like three years ago, two years ago, something like that? I re- it was so fresh. I remember wanting Eli Apple. Yes, uh, same uh, here. In, um, and now he's already be- he's on his third team in like three seasons. or I, I want to say it's like three seasons. He hasn't been in long. Um, and I, I just not – I'm like, I don't know what – he's still relatively long, young. I think somebody said he's 24 years old. Yep, he's 24, um, 6'1", 203, from Ohio State, 10th overall to the Giants. Oh, okay, 10th overall to the Giants. So, um, I don't know, man. I wasn't really – I'd have to double check. I don't think his numbers were that great. I know they weren't good in, in New York, and I don't think they were that great uh, in New Orleans. So – you know, obviously kind of a player that, you know, I'm sure there's somebody out there, you know, our defensive coordinators think, ah, we can, we can, you know, mold him, shape him up, you know, maybe kind of salvage his career. And I hope they do. Like, that would be awesome to get, you know, a guy like that, uh, you know, 10th overall pick, basically, um, uh, you know, a top 10 pick for dirt cheap and turn him into a star. Obviously, everybody would love to see that. But to me, that's the biggest, like, kind of like, meh signing in my with guys like slay out there who now went to philadelphia and um yeah that one there are a couple guys that one really hurt hurt my you know my heart a little bit i was like come on just you know what they gave up for him was a third and a fifth that's it but i also don't know if we have the money to pay him what he wanted and i think that's probably the part where they said well Let's see what we can do um, in the draft or if, you know, Apple obviously was probably on their radar. Chris Harris, we know, was also on their radar. Right. And so Harris went to uh, the Chargers, right? From the Broncos to the Chargers. And then Melvin Gordon went from the Chargers to the Broncos. So that's epic. Yep. They're just a little switcheroony. Yeah, I know. Why didn't you just like trade straight trade straight across? That seems like that would have made like I don't know more. Of course, we didn't know that Gordon was just going to get the axe, and nobody right. wanted to pay him what what he thought he was worth. That's a hilarious saga. Right that happens there. when an undrafted free agent comes in and takes your job. People are <laughs> like, "You're like, oh yeah, he was a former first round draft pick. Well, we're gonna sign this guy who was actually better." 
And we're going to let the guy that held out for the beginning of the years just go elsewhere because we don't care. We don't need him. He's a scrub. And you know what they say about a scrub? A scrub is a guy who thinks he's fly. Also oh known as a busta. Whoa, whoa. Dropping some milk on. Calm down there, white boy. Oh, hey <laughs> Oh, anywho. Um, yeah, but the Eli Apple, like, I, I think he might be, like, um, uh, athletic enough, you know, for, for special teams, perhaps. But, like I said, I. I don't know getting him out there on the field, man. I, there, there was a, one more corner out there. It's a guy from Tennessee, like Logan or something like that. I Logan believe that's Ryan. still right. That's still out there. That people are like, now he's a solid uh, corner. Like you know, go and get him if you can. Yeah, so you know, maybe we make a move like that. I don't know. We'll he's talk played about the that slot. Here in a bit. He has also played on the outside as well. So um, yeah, and done relatively well at both both spots yeah. is what I've heard. So, you know, at this point, it's like in Gruden we trust, right? The first day came and went. Do we really um, have a choice? <laughs> I mean, right? everybody's it's like, good. oh, we got to just trust Gruden and Mayock. It's like, yeah, you're absolutely right. We have no choice. That's who's running this right. ship. The fans There's don't no- run the ship. It doesn't matter what Hallelujah. Tyler Larson thinks. It's Or uh, what? Well, it does matter what Micah thinks because Micah is in contact with with uh, the man who makes the decisions. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just, you know, I just... Everybody with, understands that. Right. I just talk with Gruden. That's it. So yeah. he and I have got a few wrinkles for the offense this year, though. So we're, you know, we're Ooh. putting pen to paper, drawing up some some like fun it. routes, you know. So right. hoping that a certain uh, wide receiver named C.D. Lamb falls to us in the draft. Ooh, now you're cooking. Sticking with free agency, uh, Nick Kwiatkowski, dude, love that signing. Underrated signing, obviously between him and Corey Littleton. Like, oh I, man, that's the, night and day versus last year. Holy, oh Moses. my gosh, like that's like taking our linebacker group and let's put this in Madden terms. That's like taking our linebacker group that was probably like a fifty-eight overall <laughs> out of a hundred, and making and turning it into like. 75 76 just like with those two signings right there and now let's see what we're gonna do in the draft i still think it would be smart to go get a guy like patrick queen um guy like murray uh simmons isn't gonna be there i'm sorry i would be flabbergasted tyler straight flabbergasted if isaiah simmons was there uh at number 12 overall uh, but I still think you add so you add a guy like Murray or Queen along with Littleton and Kwiatkowski, holy mackerel, dude! Like all of a sudden our linebacking core is looking pretty legit. And then I would say probably the weakest point on the defense would have to be the secondary. Yeah. So um, Morrow uh, was also tendered at, with a yes. second round designation. So if somebody were to were to sign him, they would have to give us a second round draft pick. Yeah. So, so they must think highly of him as well. Right, right. Which is awesome because I like Morrow, personally. I know, yeah, I just like him. I think he's a hard worker. Um, kind of one of those Raider so players right that like, now, I want to see we, succeed. We've got Morrow, we've got Lee, Kwiatkowski, and Littleton. And is that it? Because, like, Perfect is a free agent. I, I don't right. see them bringing him back. I really don't. No, I don't either. Um... And then I, Will Compton, that may be one a name that they yeah, they, they bring back. 
I don't know. Wouldn't mind that. Would not mind that at all, personally. Me either. I'll, I'll take Compton over Perfect. How about, well, let's put it that way. I'll take Compton over Perfect, and both of those players over Whitehead. So, <laughs> I'm no. sorry. I may, that was, maybe it was too much shade. I appreciate what Whitehead did. I said it on the last podcast. I appreciate him as a Raider, but it was time to go. Sorry. It really was. Um, anywho, um, another one, Malik Collins, dude, defensive tackle out of, out of Dallas. And it was funny. Cause when I saw that dude, like the first, like six comments were a bunch of cowboy fans. Like what the hell are, or excuse me, what the heck are Whoa. we doing? So I apologize for nation. Here I go saying it's family friendly that I'm dropping H bombs on the podcast. My apologies. My, I don't think I finished the last L though no. in that word. It was so just it was one close. L, so you're one hockey <laughs> stick, if you will. Right. It, it, it could have been heel for all we know. Yes. Or uh, heel or yeah. So anyway, I apologize. But you get what I'm saying. Like the first six comments were like cowboy fans going, What in the world are we doing getting rid of this guy? I can't believe it. So I thought, oh, okay, this must be a really good signing. And after watching some of the film and seeing some of the stats, I'm like Hallelujah. And I think uh, old PJ Hall better be uh, uh, keeping an eye on his job. That's all I'm saying. And I want PJ. I like PJ Hall, Tyler. I want him to be good and everything. But as we talked about, I want the whole team to be good in general. And whoever it takes to get better, man, I I ain't in love with any single player. So let's, well, except for maybe Hunter Renfro. That guy's just like a lovable little fuzzball. Yes, he is. Um, and he's like, it's like, I mean, I'm, I'm like in my mid twenties and he looks like he could be my high school son. You know, somebody's like, well, what the heck happened there? Maybe not high school son. That's weird. But, uh, you know, he's young and it's just like a lovable, like little fuzzball. That's all I could way to put it. So yeah, I love Hunter Renfro. Keep him on the team no matter what at all costs. I don't care how he's playing. Um, but everybody seen, else is replaceable. So you've seen highlights of him, right? Collins? Yeah. Did you yeah. realize? I did not realize this. When he, when I was watching the highlights, he is 308 pounds. And he He's, moves fluidly. He moves like a 260-pound dude. Yeah. He moves like a defensive end. So he's 6'2", 308. But he moves like so Fluidly, I guess, is the best word I can come up with. Yeah. Dude's going to wreck the interior, I think. I, I think between him and... Uh, um, who's our other guy? PJ Hall. Hurst. Hurst. Oh, and between he and got, Hurst. Uh, what's what's the other guy that we that we had at D-Tackle that we signed? Oh, from the Chargers, right? No, 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 no. No, 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 no from the Colts. Yeah. He was a giant and then a cult um, for a year, and then we signed him midway through. And he, and he played really well. Yeah. Why am I blanking? I don't know. You know who I'm talking about. I'll look it up. Uh, Anywho, like, uh, another sneaky guy. Like, I feel like we're picking up value all over the place. Here we go. Oh, by the way, Kwiatkowski, linebacker out of Chicago. Total guaranteed money. He So he signed a $21 million contract. $13.5 million of that is guaranteed. Um, Corey Littleton out of his $35 million contract, only 22 million guaranteed. Like this, I, I don't know, but I feel like, I feel like a uh, Mayock is go- going to like the bargain bin section. And you know, when you see like a really nice, something nice in the bargain bin section, you're like, there's no way, like somebody accidentally just threw that there. Right. And you go take it up and you're like, how much is this actually? I found it in the bargain bin. Is this actually in the bargain? Bin? And they go, oh yeah, it is. And you're like, no way. 
Are you kidding me? Like, I feel like that's what's happening right now. It's like, Corey Littleton, no. He's not that. Only that much. How much is he really? And it's only $22 million guaranteed. Really? Oh, yeah. Throw it in the bag. Uh, Kwiatkowski, really? Yeah, throw it in the bag as well. Like, that's what I feel like we're doing right now. That's in the free a really agency. nice vase that I found in the bargain bin. An, a oh. nice, that's what I'm comparing it to. An expensive French-made vase, perhaps. Ooh, or Italian like it. vase. And then you've got like, oh, look, right over here, there's there's some nice crystal in this, you know, some some crystal wine glasses or something. I don't know. I don't drink wine, but right. <laughs> so some, somebody's something like, nice, and you're like, yeah. whoa, yes. But it's in the bargain bin, absolutely. Jonathan and, Hankins is the name that we're trying to think of. Thank you. Yes, Hankins. I can't believe I forget that because I love Hankins. Hankins been balling out, so good for him. Um, but I'm really impressed with these signings. We're not going out like, so one of the big names we wanted, right? Was Brian Jones from the Cowboys, right? Brian Jones, where does he flit off to Miami? Miami makes him this, this massively paid corner who has like been good above average. Sure. Elite. Eh, I looked at the numbers, Tyler. I don't look like elite numbers to me from what I was seeing from Brian Jones. And they paid that guy. Buku bucks. And I'm like, I feel like that would have been the Raiders of like four or five years ago doing something like that. But then like making, they would have made him like the highest paid corner in the NFL. And we would have been like for a guy who's like, who's really good, but he's not, I mean, we're not talking like Richard Sherman in his prime, right? But we're going to pay him like he's Richard Sherman in his prime. Raiders aren't doing that. And I'm proud of that, man. And there are still some bargains, I think, to be out there. We'll talk about that in a minute. So I don't I know lied. about you, Tyler. I need, I need to, I need to re uh, change. I guess say sorry. Uh-oh. How uh Oh, how far back do we have to go? Not very far. Dallin okay. Levitt has been an uh, given an exclusive rights free agent tender. Oh, okay. So okay, he still so, may be under contract next year. Okay. So all that to say, though. I am highly satisfied with how the Raiders have handled free agency. I feel like we finally we've looked at the at the one of the worst spots on our roster, the linebacker position, and we've actually improved it. We looked at the defensive tackle position that actually could leave a, you know has left a little bit to be desired in the past. We've added another solid piece, even the defensive end position. We need some depth. Here we go. Got Carl in there. Um, Mariota. I know that's a big name from, I think that was the first day, wasn't it? We yeah, got Mario, that was, was about it the second the, day? That was like the only one the first day. And I was sitting here thinking, we're going to do it again, aren't we? We are just going to completely let anybody that has any decent value just yep. walk away. We're going to sign Marcus yep. Mariota. And that is going to be it. We're going to be, you know, dredging the bottoms of the, of the bargain bin barrel where you're, you know, looking for dollar tape measurers and things like that, or just right. you know, pencils that are broken. Like, that's what we're going to be left with. But no, we woke up on the second day and after only Mariota was signed the first day, right? It was just Mariota the first uh, day. Didn't we get, didn't we get Kwiatkowski on the first day too? Because everybody was, was yes. he the first yeah, signing? I, he, yes, and we were you're like, right. You're who? right. Man, I'm and off then, tonight. Jeez. No, no, you're good. I, I remember everybody every, everybody in Raider Nation was like, who is that? And then the highlights started coming. Then the grades started coming in. And everybody's like, oh, wow, this is a really underrated linebacker. And people start to watch it. And they're like, 
Dadgum, this guy's really good. He made the most of his opportunity. He's just, His only problem is he's sitting behind another really good linebacker in Chicago. So he just doesn't get any playing time. So, um, and I don't think anybody can argue that he's an up, not an upgrade from no. Whitehead. Gee, meaning so, Christmas. Anybody from what we had last year besides Perfect before he got suspended for the entire year uh, is an upgrade. Like, right. I didn't mind Compton. I think he's. I I would like to see him back. I really yes. would. Um, yes. But I mean, if you had Lee and Morrow and Littleton and Quitkowski and Compton, like that's five pretty decent linebackers. I could live with that. I think. Yep. Yep. And it's so, not like we're playing a ton of like four three either. We're playing a lot of nickel, a lot of dime. And Middleton yeah. can stay out on the field in all those packages, which is nice. And then, like you said, maybe they add a rookie like a like Queen or Murray. They're both athletic. Both could help in that area as well. But it doesn't seem like linebacker is such a, a pressing need anymore going right. into the draft, which is nice. Right. What's going to be interesting to me now, Tyler, is that, you know, we obviously have had a glaring need at the wide receiver position. Um, one of the guys that's still out there, uh, actually a couple guys, uh, Anderson still out there from the Jets, uh, and Perriman from the Bucks still out there too. I, in my opinion, two obviously really solid wide receivers. Perriman, I think you, Perriman's the kind of guy I think you might be able to get some really good value out of, especially since wide receivers, we just got word tonight. Um, uh, who did the Saints just pick up? Emmanuel Sanders. Manuel Sanders, Saints, which surprised me. I was really surprised Sanders left the 49ers, to be honest. Um, uh, so they get pick up Emmanuel Sanders. Um, what's that? Like the, only the second wide receiver that's moved because Te- Amari Cooper just re-signed with the Cowboys and right. they just paid him. They paid the, the Cowboys just paid Amari Cooper. 20 million a year. Almost the amount of money for those of you living um, in the Bay Area. And beyond almost the amount of money that Julio Jones is making, Tyler. Julio Jones is only making 600000 more. Now, I ask you, who would you rather have on your team? Would you rather have Julio Jones or Amari Cooper if you had? they would both demanded the same amount of money? I think hands down, without a doubt, Julio Jones. I, 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 I... I I want to know how you can make the argument that you would rather have Cooper than Julio Jones. Like I don't and then, think you can. I don't think you can either. And I then, know, re- except for Cowboys fans, will. could I know people oh. who will, but because he does run really good routes, Cooper does, and you know sometimes I don't know if it's the quarterback that doesn't get him the ball or what, but um, Julio Jones is just a way better wide receiver. Julio Jones is just, I think he's in a different class than Amari Cooper. Oh, absolutely. And, when and was so, the last time and, you saw Julio Jones like put up a goose egg in several consecutive games? Right. You don't see that. How often do you see Julio Jones, you know, going on a slant route and the ball goes right through his hands? You know, things like that. Like, you don't see it. Cooper drops the ball. Cowboys are finding that out. Have fun with that. Um, Cooper, Cooper, in fact, he's one of like the most, the, one of the receivers has like the most drops. In the in the NFL, in fact, I, I remember seeing the stat where he ranked, and it was really bad, dude. And now here he is collecting a twenty million dollar check. Um, so go figure that. 
but I feel like you, uh, Jerry Jones kind of had to, right? Save face. Like, he had to sign. He just gave up a first-round pick for Cooper. Like, you can't give up on him after one year, yeah. right? So I, I think it was one of those things, like, of course, I've got to re-sign him. But I think it's way too much money. I I, I think at the end of the day, they're going to rue that decision. So, um, yeah, Julio Jones, fight me. You think Cooper's better than Julio Jones? Fight me. You're, you're, raise your hand. I want to see you. I want to see who thinks that and then slap yourself for being a ding-dong head. <laughs> so. Stop anyhow. it. Yes. Uh, Harris. Th- th- we were just talking about safety. Harris from the Minnesota Vikings. Free agent as well. You know what? That hasn't He hasn't moved, which just kind of surprised me actually a little bit. You know what? Raiders, with the way that we're picking up deals, dude. I mean, I don't know. Would you like Harris in there at the safety position instead of Carl Joseph? I can't. I take I, it. Yeah, I'd take him. I'd take it personally. Um, I think it's even an upgrade. Fight me there as well, Tyler. Fight me. Nah, Raider Nation, fight I don't me. need to fight. I'm okay. good. You're a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, anywho, so there, I mean, uh, Perryman, uh, Anderson, you know, that's been a name. Anderson, everybody's talking about Anderson was going to demand Buku Bucks in the free agency. I think it's funny. What? What? How deep are we in free agency now? Uh, it's Friday, five days in, and he doesn't have a contract. So yeah, good luck with that. Uh, cause he was like that most highly touted besides everybody thought maybe AJ Green might hit the free agency market, but that didn't happen. And so now here, Anderson sits here, like obviously You're talking the- Anthony Harris, right? Yes. Yeah. So last year he had six interceptions. Right. And I'm like, I'm kind of surprised nobody's picked him up actually. Unless, unless he's like. You know, I want to be paid like I'm a quarterback or something like that. But that surprises me a little bit. Um, uh, but there's uh, again, there's just there is still an opportunity. I know we're five days in and we're you know things are settling down now. Um, well, I think he, it, according to this, it's saying that he got the franchise tag. Wait, what? No, I thought he they released him. No, so he's he'll earn an so I they franchise tagged him. They may be trying to trade him. But he he got the franchise tag for eleven point four million this year, and that's according to Bleacher Report uh, on the seventeenth, so a couple days ago. Um, oh. But he said re- it's reportedly available for trade after receiving the franchise tag from the organization. It would take oh. reported the Vikings are willing to deal Harris for a mid to late round draft pick when the new league year begins Wednesday. He's coming off a terrific 2019 season where he tied for the league lead with six interceptions to go along with 60 total tackles, 11 passes defensed, and a defensive touchdown. Um, What else? He received a strong 90.5 overall grade from Pro Football Focus. Um, Ah. So they want a mid to late round pick. What's his... I guess then all that would just leave us how much you have to... So okay. I mean, so as for a safety, he's probably got what three more good years. Yeah, I would say three solid years left. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so I mean, you give up one of our three what third round draft picks, and you slot in a starter right there. Yeah, how tall? Let me see how how tall he is, because I, I was going to say what is it depends on what is you know what does his contract look like or whatnot. You know, are you? Guess I guess maybe is the maybe the money is what uh, it might be, but he's six one two oh two. 
Uh, see, that's a solid. I take that over. Again, I five, love you, Carl five, Joseph, ten. but five times, five, ten, five, I'll nine, take that all day long. Uh, LaMarcus Joyner. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I still wouldn't be surprised to see Oakland add, like, a big name like that, like Perriman, like even Anderson. You know, everybody's like, that's oh, not going to happen. Jets are going to re-sign him. Well, it hasn't happened yet. I don't want what him, I've though. Seen. You don't want Anderson? No. What about if we got a good deal, like we've been bargaining I mean, if it's a good day? deal, but I think he's looking for... I, I I think he's looking for I mean I wouldn't would you pay him eleven million like what we're put paying Tyrell Williams already? Cause that's probably what it's gonna take. Twelve, eleven to twelve million, ten to twelve. Well, Let's go ten to twelve. Do you think Anderson is better than Tyrell Williams? Mm, not sure on that one. Yeah, well what's the sample size on Anderson? Like how he had like, well, let me look that up here. That because that's a, is he a one hit wonder and now he's wanting to cash in? I, I you know I had all this stuff down here and now. Uh, so 2016, he had 42 receptions, 587. Uh, in 2017, he had 63 receptions, 941. 2018, 50 for 752 and 2019 52 for 779 so you could argue that how great have the jets quarterbacks been right yeah you not could great. but for four seasons he hasn't hit a thousand yards um yeah he played, if I could pick him up he's durable i mean in in his uh, his rookie he's only missed two games out of his whole career that was in 2018 if you could get him for about nine million bucks, would you take him? Um, no, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because I think you can get just as good or better of a wide receiver in this year's draft. That's fair. That's fair. if we were to cut bait on Tyrell Williams yeah. and taken that money and moved it into a guy like Robbie Anderson, and then gone into the draft and gotten a guy like Lamb or Judy, like we should be able to get, do at the twelve position. Um, I would have been okay with that, but obviously they think, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I don't see lamb, Judy and, um, rugs. I don't see all three of them going in the top 11 picks. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Um, yeah, I, one, one or t'other is going to be there. And I know we talked about that last week, but yeah, so I mean, you're, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anderson might be a little bit, uh, rich for my blood as far as, uh, Money goes, maybe maybe money's better well spent going after, you know, Logan out of Tennessee or even, you know, can you trade a third rounder for Harris? Pick him up. Know that you've got a really good safety duo. Have Let Harris take Abrams under his wing and, uh, uh, you know, you're going to have you, you, your safety position should now be on fleek, as the kids say. That, do they even say that anymore? I don't know. Maybe don't it's 2020. I don't means, know. But it's provocative. I know. Gets the people going, right? For sure. Um, uh, so now all of a sudden your safety position is looking pretty dadgum good, Tyler. And then uh, now your linebacker position is looking good. Now maybe you snag one more corner, you know, in the draft, first couple rounds of the draft. And uh, you've got uh, Mullen, who's looking like a real solid, uh, who's developing into a real solid corner. And next thing you know, all of a sudden that whole defense is looking hella better. 
as they would say in the islands. Yes. H E L L A, family friendly, by the way. Yep. <laughs> um, or so, just anyway, one okay. L and make it family friendly. There you go. Uh, uh. <laughs> or Perriman. I wouldn't mind getting Perriman. Getting my hooks into Perriman depends what on how much Perriman's he wants. What do stats look like? Let's look it up right here. I, you know, I had all of this in front of me, and then I started to open up other windows, uh, and forgot, um, to just open up a different window instead of, you know, in my browser. So now I'm all over. Perriman in 2016, 33 receptions for 500 yards, three touchdowns. 2017, this is when he was with Baltimore. Only 10 receptions for 77 yards. Must have gotten injured. I can't see here if the, his game stats. He went to Cleveland, had 16 receptions, 340 yards for two touchdowns. In Tampa Bay, he broke out under famous Jameis. 36 receptions, 645 yards, six touchdowns. Um, That depends. Do you want depth at the wide receiver position? Would it be nice to rotate Perriman and Renfro in and out? So yeah, that, that, that 2017 in Baltimore, he played 11 games. Ouch! Wait, Baltimore in 2011, though. Who was the... 2017? Was, or 20... That had to have been Flacco. That, that had to have been Flacco. That was the year... Wasn't that the year Flacco ended up getting benched halfway through and they went with Lamar Jackson? Mm, that was last... That would that was 2018. So this oh, was... okay. This year, 2019, oh, okay. yep, yep, yep. was... Lamar Jackson's first full year. Didn't Perriman right. play at like Florida State? Mm, I don't know. What does Wikipedia tell us? I don't know. I can't see. I'm not looking at it right here. Um, oh, UCF. Probably for UCF. UCF. Hmm. I think so, I was thinking of the other guy that turned into like an offensive lineman that played at Kelvin Benjamin. He played at Florida State. Oh, right, State. right, right. <laughs> That dude did turn into an offensive lineman, didn't he? Uh, he looked like a defensive end. Um, like and uh, yeah, anywho. <laughs> um, so yeah, it depends. So what what are we looking at the? And I know we got no receivers last week, but we're talking free agency in depth. We got Renfro, Tyrell Williams. Who else, Tyler? Uh, those aren't our only. Keelan two. Doss is tendered. That's right, Doss. We also have um a gentleman out of. Buffalo, Zay uh, Jones, uh, Zay Jones, and I think I I can't think of anybody else. Well, we've got uh, Gandalf. That's right, Gandalf. Rico Gandalf. Um, uh, Gafford. So, dude, yeah, pretty pretty uninspiring, honestly. And you know, maybe I'll get shot for that, but pretty uninspiring wide receiving core. So, um, yeah, a guy like Perryman, I don't mind, dude. Throw him on there. Let, you know, add him instead of Doss. Dude, I saw Doss on the field a few times last year. I know he was supposed to be our savior, Raider Nation, but I wasn't really impressed. So, I'm just saying. I would, would you, who would you rather have, Tyler Perriman or Doss? Uh, choose choose really, wisely. I haven't really seen <laughs> either of them play a whole lot because Doss was, like, not active during games. So probably Perriman because right? he actually played. Yeah. He had a solid year last year the, with the box. The problem, so. the problem with Perriman, just for what I'm seeing from profootballreference.com, is um, so his rookie year, he played all 16 games. The next year when he only had 10 receptions, he had he played in 11 games. 
In Cleveland, he had 16 receptions and played in 10 games. And this past year, he played in 14 games, 36 receptions, 645 yards, and six touchdowns. So not super inspiring right. numbers across right. the board. So That's very true. Uh, I guess maybe if you're looking at money, I don't know. I guess you just still say Perriman. He's a big-bodied receiver, which Carr right. loves. Uh, 6'2", right. 215. And that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking about like, I don't like I said, just a couple of Doss, um, uh, Zay. I want to believe in Zay Jones. We t- felt like we didn't see much of him last year either. Uh, and and Gandalf there, like Gandalf and Doss are kind of expendable in my book. Yeah. So like, if you wanted to slide a guy, depending on you know how much money he's going to command, which doesn't look like he's going to be able to get much at this time. You know, you slide a guy like that in there in the rotation with uh, with Hunter Renfro in the slot, you know, kind of a thing. I'm like, I'm okay with that. that you know, might be, a, uh, you know, line him up big body receiver on the outside as well. Um, I don't know. It's, to me, I'm like, I can't imagine that would be a subtraction from the offense. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's some Ravens or Cleveland Brown fans or Buccaneer fans that are going to say, no, dude, you don't want this guy. Um, but I can't imagine that it would be a... Um, it would be that bad. And for the money, because the money should be, it should be fairly cheap to add him, would be my guess. But everybody's overpaying for a lot of people out there right now. So, Tyler, it, looking at the free agency as a whole, is there, like, what to you is kind of, are there any big surprises out there to you? Um, for me, I can't believe they, <laughs> the poor Rams, dude, they had their chance. They had one shot. Huh. <laughs> I gave you one chance. You had one shot and they kind of just blew it because now here they have to just let Todd Gurley just walk out the door, dude. I, 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 are you serious? Do you, when did, wasn't Todd Gurley on the cover of Madden? I don't Tell know me if I'm he was wrong. on the cover of Madden, but he was, Oh, I mean, he was, he just he was a household a, name. He just signed a giant contract like a couple years ago. And then, all of a sudden, his knee just kind of gave out on him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it stinks. Uh, but, I mean, didn't we all... If you didn't see this coming, then I don't know what to tell you. Because the way so they ha- the way that they have just handed out money and given away draft picks for people, yeah. you've still got to sign Jalen Ramsey. Because um, you're not just going to trade for him. Uh, like kind of like similar to the Cooper situation. You're not just going to trade for Jalen Ramsey and let him walk after a year, but you can already. And then Goff's giant contract kicks in this year. So that's one of the reasons why Gurley had to be left out is because Goff is going to command so much money and he's not worth it. Um, And then they had to let, they had to let Littleton walk. Um, And I think they signed, Brandon Cooks is a Brandon Cooks is available for trade, and yeah, uh, I mean it's just they were not built for long term success. And right, right. They were a they win had- now, and they lost to the Patriots, and then you kind of could just tell the writing was on the wall, like it, it yeah. their contracts and everything. The Aaron Donald contract, I mean. 
everybody's like, well, you can pay a, a giant defensive player contract and you can pay a quarterback. And I don't think that's working out so well for the Rams. So we may need to relook right. at that. Right. So, uh, you know, that was one of the names, obviously Brady to the Bucks. Um, you know, I think is, uh, you know, Brady, I think, I think, how about this? Are the Bucks a playoff team now, Tyler? No. With, with Tom Brady? Oh, I disagree. I disagree. I think the Bucks are going to the playoffs this year. You know why? Because I watched enough. I have a brother who's a Buccaneer fan. I watched Jameis Winston throw so many games for that poor organization. Or the Buccaneers would lose by four. And you'd look at the stats. Oh, Jameis Winston threw four interceptions. And somehow they still only lost by four. Or, oh, they won. And Jameis Winston threw four interceptions. And still somehow they were able to win. I think with a guy like Brady instead of Winston in there, I think the Bucks turn three or four of those L's into wins, which would translate then into the playoffs. You so, think they're uh, better than who in that division? I think they're better than the Panthers. Okay, I'll give you I that think, one. I think uh, I think they're better than the Falcons now. They might be. Uh, but they're Saints, not going to be get... better than the Saints. Uh, yeah, they always play the Saints tough, though. And now with Brady there, that might be the Saints' defense is bloody awful. Okay, terrible. They were okay. They, were they got they were better last defense. year. Okay, well everybody was better than our defense, Tyler. So that's not a great yardstick to measure well, it by. Fine. But I mean, <laughs> okay, you have a point though. The Saints' defense was better last they year. They may get in as a wild card, and now they've got seven yeah. teams per conference to get in. Right. So right. perhaps. So, Perhaps they I'm telling do. you right now, hear me now, believe me later. Buccaneers in back in the playoffs, 2020 going to happen. Do you think so. the Falcons do you, I know we're getting way off topic here, but do you think the Falcons no, bounce back or do you think they're just toast? Dude, I think I, the Falcons are one of those teams I believe are prime. I think after 2020 it's going to be like, okay, we need to tear this thing down and build it back. And up they again. had a chance to do that this year. They had a chance to get in new coach blow yep. it up and start over and they decided to just put a band-aid on it on the hemorrhaging yep. wound and and not start over so band-aid a band-aid does not fix a gunshot wound no it doesn't does and not. i feel like that's what they tried to do and uh how many games they win end up winning last year what was it five six games something like that um uh, they went on a little bit of a winning streak. It, I almost seen, or maybe it was the first part of the year they were doing okay. No, the end of the year they kind of brought it back around. Right. So, um, yeah. But now they I have Todd Gurley. That's true. That's true. So you know, maybe that's you know, maybe that was the missing link there for the for Matty Ice over there in Atlanta, and now with a with a proper well you know we say a proper run game but Todd Gurley hasn't been the same since that knee injury so it was so, Saints Falcons Bucks Panthers 7 and 9 for the Falcons 7 and 9 for the Buccaneers uh they and the Falcons went on a four game winning streak to end the season that's right and it was kind of like what in the world i'm telling you right now with Brady on that team last year that's an 11 and 5 buccaneer team that's an 11 and 5 buccaneer. How good were the Saints? 13 and 3. So they were 13 and 3. Yeah, the Bucks and now with the expanded wild card, I do think the Bucks 
with Tom Brady. I think they're actually going to push the Saints because, I don't know, the Saints are so hot and cold, dude. Like, they're, it's so tough to tell with them year in, year out. But I think with Tom Brady, with those big-bodied wide receivers, man, he hasn't quite had wide receivers like this since Randy Moss. He's always been thrown to quick, shifty little backs. So it's going to be interesting to see how he does. But I think with the way he's able to take care of the ball better than Jameis Winston did, I, I do think the Bucks are like at least a 10-11 win type team this year, in my opinion. So we'll see. And I've even heard that they may trade for Julian Edelman. Wow. There may be a trade from Tampa to for a draft pick or something. I don't know, but I've all, I've heard that perhaps that may wow. happen. Yeah, that would be kind of blockbuster. Um, so, yeah, I, or, you know, maybe they go out and add a guy like a Brandon Cooks out there or something like that. So, um, you know, maybe you get Gronk out of – no, they've got O.J. Howard out there. That He's a he's a massive – he's got such big bodies to be thrown. O.J. Howard, Mike Evans, one of the best wide receivers in the game. I mean, he's got – you know, if you wanted weapons – if you wanted a place with weapons, I tell you what, he got it. And I, I, I feel kind of bad because you know what I, I think? I think what happened is I think he beat Philip Rivers out for the job, dude. I think Philip Rivers thought, I'm heading to Tampa Bay. Hooray. And now he's heading back to Indianapolis. Wonder how he feels about that. That has been maybe one of the more odd signings to me. Because I personally, man, I don't know. Is is Philip Rivers better than Brissett? And the, one of the first things I've talked to some people and they're like, well, Philip Rivers never had an offensive line. So now he's going to have an offensive line in Indianapolis. And so he should be able to tear it up. So I guess we'll see. Um, but that that was strange. That was strange to me. Um, and what are the Patriots? Where do the Patriots go from here, right? And I, you, I've, I've been well documented on this podcast. I, You know what? I don't mean to stir the pot, but Carr seems like the type of quarterback that would fit over the, like, like the Patriots would be like, look, we don't want to start over with somebody young and in the draft. We want to keep winning right now. Um, so let's go out and get a veteran guy. And to me, to me, really two, really only two other quarterbacks stand out would be either bringing Brissett back. Or trading like your first round pick or something like that and getting Derek Carr. Because I think Raiders, I do think Mayock and Gruden want Derek Carr. But I think if you dangled a first round pick in front of them for him, I don't know, dude. I, I, I wouldn't say that that they would not take that. Um, Can I tell you the one thing? I just remembered this trade that makes no sense at oh, all. Oh, yeah. We've had a couple of those. Yes. I, what's yours? Mine is the Bears trading for Nick Foles. Yes! What in the heck oh my is gosh. that all about? I, I've been well documented on this podcast of saying Nick Foles has no business being in the NFL as a starting caliber quarterback. And Foles is due like $17.5 million guaranteed this year. Why are they trading for Nick Foles to... Like, is Trubisky done? Are they right. benching Trubisky? I know Foles is, um, he's familiar with the Bears head coach, or, yeah, Nagy, from their time in uh, Kansas City, I believe. I may be wrong on that, but I think they were both in Kansas City at the same time. But why in the world would you trade, like, for Nick Foles, who's not a very good quarterback, 
and trying to replace a not very good quarterback in Mitch Trubisky. Right. That just makes no sense to me. It seems like a lateral or almost a worse move. Right. If I'm being honest. I I don't, yeah, that, I I would rather like, I feel bad for Bears fans. I'm like, I would have rather stuck with Trubisky. It'd be like if it's like, let's trade Derek Carr and bring in Andy Dalton. I'd be like, yeah. What? I'm sorry. Maybe some of you feel that way, but I don't think Andy Dalton's a better quarterback than Derek Carr. In fact, I'd rather stick with Derek Carr. And then we said, oh, by the way, Andy Dalton has a big contract. That's okay. We'll take care of that. Uh, come over this way. I'd be like, are, are you serious? That, you know, are, are, so that's the, what I would equate it to. Um, yeah, that one made no sense. Also, what the heck is up with, um, what's up with the Texans? What's up with Bill O'Brien over there? Is he so, is yeah, he sabotaging even worse? That is, may be even worse. Is he sabotaging? Just mentioned. What does he have? A, uh, is he, is he disgruntled at the head office there? I, did you really just bring in a running back that for the last two seasons has been getting injured? I don't believe he's played. I don't believe Johnson has played a full season is in at least two years. And you just traded arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL for a running back that, what, three years ago was one of the best running backs in the NFL. Three years ago. I That boggles the mind. Like, how do you feel if you're Watson, man? Like, you're all excited. You know, you got one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. You know, your team did solid last year. You should be doing looking good again this year. And then it's like, hey, hey, FYI, guys, um, we're gonna get rid of uh, of of our best, of arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL. We're gonna bring in uh, Johnson, and uh, yeah, so there's that. All uh, right, good job, guys. Uh, uh, can we uh, next? Next, we're gonna trade for Nick Foles and try to get rid of. Uh, I can't believe Deshaun it. Watson. I I would. Uh, somebody said, look. I'd call in and make sure Watson isn't on the trading block. And I thought, no yeah, kidding. I saw that too. <laughs> no kidding. Like, I hope Mayock called and was like, so just so we're clear, Watson's not available, right? You know, we can't pick him up for like a couple of third round, you know, a couple of third rounders, right? Just, just wanting to check, just wanting to check in. Um, oh my gosh. Like that. I, I I think to me, in my opinion, the Colts also made a ding dong headed move. They signed what's his name, one of the defensive Rivers? ends. No, oh. didn't they sign a defensive end from the from the 49ers and paid him just mega bucks? Oh, um, they they it? traded their first round draft pick. For, right? Was it Buckner? I Brenson Buckner. Was it Buckner? I think you're right. What? Really? So that's another one, in my opinion, like you're putting a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. Okay, so Brissette's not the answer. All right, uh, who's out there? Oh, I know who's out there. Philip oh, Rivers. sorry. Brenson Buckner was our coach. It's DeForest, DeForest Buckner. DeForest Buckner. I was going to say, uh, Brenson Buckner, that sounds familiar. He's our coach. <laughs> or what? Yeah, so DeForest Buckner signed a four-year, $84 million contract with the Colts, including $44 million guaranteed. Holy mackerel. Uh, and to me, dude, I don't know, man. I, maybe Colts fans will tell me I'm off my rocker. But to give up your first round pick? 13th overall. Thir- 
And I don't know. Twenty one million a year behind only Aaron Donald. Is he behind Khalil Mack as well? Uh, Khalil Mack is like a D end, so their contracts. Oh, oh, oh I see, I see. No, no, okay, yeah, my bad, my no, yeah. Um, uh, wow. Uh, you know, you he better play like Aaron Donald because, or else you're up Poo Creek without a paddle there. Um, and maybe he yeah, will. That makes no sense to me f- with that team. Like, right? Do they think that signing Philip Rivers puts them? <laughs> over the top like they can go out and just throw away first round draft picks on defensive line like, you really think that's the way to go we got like, philip rivers going to the super bowl this year yeah. especially with philip rivers wait, wait. so you're giving up draft capital for a defensive lineman like if you're one piece away i get it but you're not you're picking 13th overall for a reason imagine time traveling back and saying hey guys fyi at the beginning of 2020 you won't have you won't have watched Andrew Luck play a single down, and Philip Rivers is going to be your starter next year. Like how many people would be like, you know what? You're you can take that bull and you can bring it way over there. Take it way over that way. Um, yeah, that's just another. Like I'm looking at the organization. I'm like, you guys have a lot of needs here, and you just gave up a first round pick for a defensive tackle. And you just plug. It, it, it reminds me of when Denver went out and got Flacco. It was like. As a Raider fan, I'm going, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, but I'm at the, at looking at the organization. I'm like, are you serious? Uh, really? Blacko? Like, that's the best you could do? <laughs> like, what, could you have not got, like, I, dude, I would have rather gotten Cam, like, Cam Newton at the Colts. That makes more sense to me. I don't know. They've got a lot of faith in Rivers. And his 14 kids. And it's only like a one-year, $25 million right. contract. It's like, so you're going to pay him buku bucks to take you to the promised land this year, huh? So I guess that's what they got in mind. I don't know. I don't know. I, that makes no sense to me. I think that's going to be another... They must have figured that at the 13th overall pick, there's not going to be a good quarterback, right? So then, But even then, like, dude, I don't know. They're... You could have gotten Andy Dalton for cheaper, and I feel like probably gotten about close to the similar result. You could have gotten Cam Newton, and a lot of people would have paid at least to see Cam Newton there. And I, you probably would have right. gotten fairly close to the same result. And probably, I don't yeah. know, I don't. And Cam Newton, you know, you could get probably four or five years out of Cam Newton if you wanted to. So yeah, I, uh, like Rivers is literally like maybe he plays there two years. Yeah, I don't know. So a lot of heads gave up the draft capital to give up or you gave that up to where you could have taken like maybe moved up and taken Herbert or right. I don't know. Are they in tank for tank for Lawrence Lawrence? already? Like lose for Lawrence. Right. Because I'm pretty sure that the uh, that the Panthers are trying to do that one this year. Right. Right. And okay, so the team. To me, so that took tore uh, tore a page out of the Rams playbook. <laughs> what 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 are they doing in Miami, Tyler? What are they What are they doing down there? They've gobbled up paying for players because nobody <laughs> wants to go there. It's that bad. They're like, I'm gonna have at least a twenty million dollar a year contract to play in Miami, and I will enjoy the weather. 
I will never taste victory again. And <laughs> but I can handle that for a few years while I get all my guaranteed money. And then I can maybe at the end of my career sign with a good team that I'll actually taste winning again. Because honestly, like I don't see them winning for a long, long time. Even if you look no. at the history of free agency, the teams that do well are the team like in the postseason and stuff are teams that are just really not looking for big contracts in free agency. They're not making huge splashes in free agency. And it seems like the Dolphins are, you know, they overpaid, I think, for Byron Jones. They went and signed um, that running back. I can't. Howard. They got Howard. Howard. Yep. Jordan Howard. Paid him Um, a ton of money. Yeah, they paid him quite a bit of money. And they also paid Kyle Van Noy. Right. A lot of money. So I had a yawn there. Ten million late. bucks a year to Kyle Van Noy, who's yeah. if I'm not mistaken, old. Kyle Van Noy's in his thirties, if I'm not mistaken. Probably tell he me played I'm wrong. At BYU, so he's probably you know twenty nine, thirty. So, so and they're just forking over Buku bucks for these guys, and I'm going. That's another team like the Dolphins. Are, I feel like they're like, we're in a win-now mode. And I'm like, you aren't even in a winning mode yet. You have to get exactly. to a winning There's mode. There's a reason why you're at third overall. Yes. fifth overall, I guess. So I And now the recent news is Miami is going to put together some blockbuster deal to try for the Bengals to try to grab Burrow, quarterback out of LSU, the consensus number one overall pick. Which totally sounds like a Miami move. Uh, do you think that he that Burrow is worth like in in my estimation, just me thinking out loud, it's gonna probably take the fifth overall pick and one of the other first round picks that the uh that the Dolphins have, plus some like mid round picks. Right. Like maybe like even drop like drop down to five, a first round pick, a second and a third, or maybe like and maybe like a seventh or something like. Right. I don't know the the grades on that, but it would seem that or you, if I'm the Bengals, I'm asking for a king's ransom, right? Because Burrow may help us immensely. And 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 or you do like your two first round picks and next year's first round pick, and you say, here yeah. you go, take it. Um, we want Burrow. Uh, I don't even know if I'd give it up then at that point. Well, I don't know. That's three first round picks. Are you kidding me? Um, I don't know. But anyway, so the rumors that just came out in the last like 48 hours and apparently Burrow somehow, some way likes the tweet or something like that. Burrow just sees dollar signs at this point. This dude's going to make bank. Um, uh, so anywho, Dolphins in a win now mode. Another team head scratch. I'm scratching my head at in the free agency. So, you know what? Best of luck to you. Uh, I'm pretty satisfied, though, Tyler, at the end of the day with how the Raiders have been uh, maneuvering the free agency. Not done yet. Excited. To, in fact, actually, in the past, right about now is when we start dipping our toes into the free agency waters normally. Uh, so, it's been exciting to actually see us pull the trigger on a few players and get some good deals done. And uh, 
Hopefully we see one or two more solid deals come in. Shore up. I'd still like to see the defense shore up a little bit more. Add a corner. Add a safety. I don't know. Do something like that. Maybe. I don't know if there are any other more linebackers out there. But um, I don't know. It's left me satisfied and smiling. I don't know about you, Tyler. But always. Always. Always left me smiling and satisfied. <laughs> do you have anything else to add to this free agency craziness that will continuing to next week, I'm sure, um... Anything else off the top of your head? Not really. I I don't know. I I think we've covered the basis pretty well. So I'm excited about the players that we've added. Yep. Um, you know, we we know that they're I think all of those players will probably make the final roster uh spot. You've got to think with Jason Witten signing, this is my thought about that, because I know there were some people that were disgruntled. Why are you paying that guy? Well, it's incentive-laden. You're probably going to have him for maybe a year. Um, And you are also got to think you've got Waller, and you're probably going to have Witten, and you're probably going to have Carrier at the beginning of the year because my best estimation is that Foster Moreau is going to probably start the season out on the physically unable to perform list. I don't think they're going to trot him out there right away. Even though I saw a report that he's going to be ready for camp. I don't, if I'm a coach, I'm, I'm letting that knee heal for as long as I can. And, uh, I think, I think that Witten can fill the Moreau spot decently, um, he's not as athletic as Moreau, but he's a savvy vet who knows, you know, how to find the hole in the zone, how to sit down, be a com- a blanket for the a cover. Uh, what is that? What do they call that? A comfort blanket, right? Uh, for the quarterback, and um, you know, I just I think that I think he's gonna be a decent signing. I I wasn't really upset at that one. He's you know. I think he's like 38 or 39 by the time the season starts. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. You got to think that Moreau is not going to be at a hundred percent right out the gate. So probably a little insurance there. Right. Um, and a is little, what the Raiders are thinking. Yeah. I'm guessing. And like I said, a little veteran leadership heading into really some unknown waters, unknown territory with this whole move to Vegas and a lot of distractions down there. A lot of ways a guy can get in trouble. So you hope a guy like Witten, provide a little character in the locker room to help keep everybody on the straight and narrow, especially with a guy like Waller who hasn't been on the straight and narrow before. And, you know, you have to imagine maybe there's a little bit better chance of, uh, you know, falling off the straight and narrow in a place like Vegas. So get a guy like Witten in there, you know, watch over the young guys, keep everybody in line for a season, make sure everybody's got their sea legs under them for Vegas. And then, uh, you know, catch three or four touchdowns throughout the season. Everybody, be, you know, have exciting story that way, storyline, I should say, for, you know, an older guy who's been such an icon in the league and then uh, bid him adieu at the end of the season would be my guess. And uh, probably my guess, go sign with the Cowboys on a day contract and uh, retire a Cowboy would be my guess. But uh, probably. I am yep. glad, though, that you did mention that about, uh, you know, that explains a little bit more, hopefully, to some people why we would sign a guy like Witten. Uh, because Moreau, you know, we all have the high hopes that he'll be ready to go at camp and ready to go for the season. But better safe than sorry, right? With a knee injury like that. So, um, so Witten, little little extra insurance. Otherwise, 
Tyler, man, been a good run on the free agency. Hopefully next week we can talk a little bit more about a couple other signings. Hopefully maybe a couple other exciting names joining the team. Do you have anything else for Raider Nation? Nope. I think that's all I've got for this evening. Awesome. Let's do it. Raider Nation, thank you so much as always for tuning in. We appreciate the support. We will catch you in the next pod. Just win, baby. <laughs>